Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Soup Hour. How's it been since um, our last huge guest episode? How do you feel? It's been, it's, it's been great. <laughs> our last episode it was very educational, so I learned a lot from the podcast. And it's actually the same for this podcast. I learned a lot about affiliate marketing and different types of marketing. And what else do we talk about? Just like how to start a business and starting a business with family. Yeah, That's also yeah. one thing that we didn't say. This episode, we have our cousin on the podcast today. Mm-hmm. He is he started his own affiliate marketing business alongside his brother, um, which is a very interesting dynamic, I would say. And so we were so intrigued by, you know, how they started it, how it's going and just all that kind of stuff in general. Like, what is it like to work with your brother, you know? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I expect a lot of, like, conflict and arguing. Okay, but we'll we'll see what he says in this pod. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Um, But another educational yet fun episode, I think, because we're all family. It was just a really casual conversation um, at the end of the day, but... Um, I think this is a fun episode for everyone to listen to. So let's not wait any longer. Let's jump right in. Let's get back to the program. Hey, guys. <laughs> today we have a very special guest. Evan Wong is here with us today. Please say hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yep. So Evan currently runs an affiliate marketing business and also provides educational videos on YouTube on affiliate marketing as well as self-designed courses on Facebook uh, to the people who are interested in affiliate marketing. So welcome to the podcast, Evan. Um, Yeah, Nicole, take it away. He is like leaving it on to me. He forgot to mention one really important thing. Oh yeah, we are cousins. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I completely forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Nervous, nervous. Yeah, you you, you forgot that we we are family. Um, So we do know each other very well. And the thing is, you know, knowing that you started your own business, we were also surprised too because I think this is a completely new field that we didn't know you were ever like talked about before, right? But I had an interesting question. Have you ever thought in your life that you'd be starting a business with your brother? Hey, no, no. <laughs> Wait, can you cuss? No cussing, right? Um, let's try to keep it PG. Oh, all right, all right, yeah. Okay. Um, definitely not. Honestly, I never thought I was going to even start a business until, like, university. Uh. Like, from, I think from, like, primary to, like, high school. You know, I was kind of just messing around. I didn't even know what I was going to do. But, like, I just thought, you know what, I'm just study and then see where it goes. And then, like, in university, that's when, you know, things kind of change. Especially my first year in, when I came back to Hong Kong. Um, it's probably, like, one of the worst years of my life. You know, broke up with my girlfriend. My grades were super bad. Yeah. Right, and it's just one specific moment that kind of like sparked everything, which was like when my results, my semester two results got released, and I was like, shoot, I, I have to pass. You know, I, I, if I didn't pass, I was gonna be like, you know, I don't know if I get expelled, but like, I'm gonna get, you know, gonna have a meeting, you know, with, yeah. with the with the dean or whatever. So like, you don't know, have to pass. And then yeah, I got the, I got the email right. It came up, opened it, and it was just like D's, F's, and C's, and I was just <laughs> like, oh shoot. And I just like I was so. I was so worried that day, and I, I remember I was just, like riding my bike home after practice, um, and I was just thinking to myself, "Okay, Evan, you got this path here. 
where obviously you suck at, you know, like you're not getting good grades. But I was, I was trying pretty hard, right? And also, you know, you, ha- you can try another path where you're not too sure what it is, but you know, it might be something that's worth trying, mm-hmm. right? So, so that's, that's that day, you know, I remember I just called up Eugene and I was like, hey, Eugene, you know, I'm thinking about maybe trying something else, might be studying something else, or maybe even just starting my own business. And then Eugene's like, yeah, you know, that's, that's a good idea. And I think that's, that's kind of like the, the, how we first started not even like starting the business, but like having the idea planted in our heads that, hey, maybe we could start a business together. Um, And yeah, you know, there's still a lot of things, but you know, I mean, yeah, I I think, I think it it makes sense because like, I've never thought I would ever have any joint venture with you. And now we have this podcast. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I mean, it's going well. Yeah, it is. I think. Yeah, it's going well. Hey, I, I listen to it. Yeah. Oh, thank, nice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The thing is, I think our parents are also very, has a very traditional mindset, right? So when they think of graduating from uni, they automatically think of going into a corporate job, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it, it's hard to kind of explain to them, look, this is what I want to do. And it's completely different from what you would think I would be doing. So was that difficult for you to like explain to your parents? Like, ah, I'm doing this, um, related to social media, marketing Mm -hmm. and all that. They probably don't really understand. Yeah. Like still to this day, I've been doing this like full time, right. For, I mean, doing this for like two years, almost three years, still to this day, they have no idea what the hell we do. Right. (laughs) So so it's like, it's hard. It's kind of hard to explain, but you know, I think like, in the beginning, it was really difficult, especially for me, me and Eugene, especially when we weren't making like money at all. Yeah. Um, to explain that, hey, this is something that's worth investing our time in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think I was okay because I was still in university. You know, I was like balancing both, but like right. for Eugene, right? He, he pretty much like he went all in. So, you know, it was like they were really worried about him. But I think like once we started make money, and then you know, there's still some like worries like today like whether it's gonna last long right. or whatnot mm-hmm. but at least like money's coming in and you know we're independent so yeah you know, that, that's pretty good i guess yeah so. and i think we're at that stage where if we see something we, if we see an opportunity arise somewhere else we know how to shift like yeah, yeah. you know you, you see those people who are we used to be facebook gals and then now you see the shift the trend shift to instagram and we automatically shift like we're we're we're, pro- we're pretty flexible yeah we're flexible yeah. and we know what to do mm-hmm. um I, I think that's that's good because like a lot of the times i feel like parents just want to see results mm-hmm. but then when you start a business it doesn't come automatically yeah. right yeah. it takes a, quite a bit of time so it's hard to explain to people look this is what i'm doing and it will take time i think i have a good you know um good feeling about this mm-hmm. right yeah so let's go back to affiliate marketing mm-hmm. Can you share your journey on how you gained interest in um, affiliate marketing? Yeah, so when me and Eugene first started, you know, starting a business together, essentially, we tried a bunch of different business models, right? I mean, you've probably heard of some of these like drop shipping, Amazon, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, we did a little bit of like um, trading in terms of not like Forex trading, but like trading actual products from Korea, because like, Eugene oh, was in Korea at that time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's pre- that's pretty that's pretty bad. <laughs> that's <laughs> that was like bad. Korean beauty products. Yeah, 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 yeah no, it's funny because yeah. like we don't even know anything. Like I, I remember yeah. like just bringing products to the dish, like to the to like to the guy, right, uh-huh. to the buyer. And I walk in, and the guy's like, do, do you know do you know what this is?" And I'm like, "Actually, I, I don't really know." <laughs> I said it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So like we just you know we tried a bunch of different businesses, and I think like um, 
So fast forward to my last year of university, mm-hmm. right? And I told myself, you know what? Shoot, Evan, this is your last year. Like, it's all in or nothing. You got to get something yeah. going or else, like, you're going to have to work a 9-to-5 job, right? Yeah, Which yeah, yeah, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't want to work a 9-to-5. Not, not work a 9-to-5 job. I didn't want to work in the field that I was studying in. Um, so, you know, Eugene searched online. We are searching online. And then we came across this business model where you can make money without creating your own products, without, you know, doing most of the things that you have to do when it comes to um, building your, your business. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was affiliate marketing, right? And that's mm-hmm. how kind of we got started. You know, that's how we got interested in affiliate marketing. And then from there, yeah, lots of things happened. Right? <laughs> yeah, wait, where did you learn from it? Because I, okay, so I think like about a year or so ago when I like first got on TikTok back in the US, it's every single TikTok, I swear. Yeah. It's like clickbait. Oh, how do you get an extra like, yeah, 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 like yeah. 2K a month, um, like as like a side a, hustle yeah, for yeah, your, yeah, yeah. your full time job? It's, and it's like all over YouTube, like fast way to make money and yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Was that the first exposure or, or Yeah, that's else? kind of our first exposure. I mean, there's kind of like two sides to affiliate marketing. Like one side is kind of the hypey, clickbaity mm-hmm. yeah. kind, of, kind of style. And the other ones are, you know, more, yeah, less, less like that. It's more legitimate affiliate marketing. Yeah, we, we started off with the really hypey stuff. Um, and you know, we got into, there's a lot of courses. There's like so many things that you get sold on and you know, we bought everything. Mm-hmm. Right? We spent so much freaking money. Yeah. Uh, it was not, it was not good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and we were kind of all over the place. We didn't know what we were doing. Um, and yeah, that's how like we got started with, I, I know what you mean in terms of like that type of yeah. like, talks and all that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's how kind of we got into affiliate marketing. Mm. Yeah. I think a lot of people are interested in that because they treat it as like, oh, I have my full time job, but why not at a side, as a side thing, do, do something like that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what is your current business model then? Cause you said you tried a bunch of it. Yeah. You know, we start off with affiliate marketing, you know, we were, you know, selling other people's products, mainly like digital products, like softwares, courses, programs, events, things like that. And then really now after doing it, you know, we did it pretty successfully for a couple months. Um, and now we're really more switching into coaching. Mm-hmm. So that's what we really mainly do now is coaching maybe other affiliates or coaching other, you know, online business owners on some of the strategies that we use to, you know, generate leads, make money, mm. etc. I think we should backtrack a little bit though, cause I'm pretty sure some of our viewers have no idea what affiliate marketing is. Mm-hmm. Could you explain briefly what that actually is? Yeah, so affiliate marketing, it's kind of like referral marketing, right? Where you refer somebody else's product to someone and you make a commission, right? You make a commission for every referral, right? So it's kind of like, you know, you know, we go to the same gym, F45. If you refer someone to join F45, then you get a week off. I mean, you get a week free, Uh right? So similar concept, but instead of like getting a week free, you get money. Uh Yeah, so that's kind of the... Uh, what affiliate marketing essentially is. Okay. So how does that defer to traditional marketing um, strategies? Like word of mouth. Because that kind of sounds like word of mouth too, I was about to say. Yeah. It's like, it it is kind of like word of mouth, but it's like you get incentivized Mm -hmm. for um, spreading the word. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, It's it's a good, it's a good strategy because I would say like in terms of if you're a business yourself, like you don't have to, you know, run the ads. You don't have to, you know, spend right. money on marketing. Like you can rely on affiliates to do a lot of the marketing for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's all free money because 
they're they're bringing in the leads. Yeah, yeah. And it's a win-win situation. You know, you make money, and you know they get make money as well. They don't have to deliver the product, right? Etc. Yeah. I mean, I see a lot of social media influencers now too. Like for example, Gymshark. Mm-hmm. Like they do like sponsorships, and like oh, if you buy through my link, um, I get a little bit of something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it also benefits you too. Maybe like a twenty percent off or something like that. Yeah. So I, it's everywhere. Like a lot of brands um, do do these kind of things. It's a new like. marketing trend. Yeah, yeah. A lot of brands, if you search online, they have affiliate programs. If you kind of like scroll down, you'll see like affiliate, you know, there's like a affiliate website mm-hmm. like associated with that brand mm-hmm. to, um, yeah, and that's where, you know, you can learn more about their, their programs. Okay. So do you think it's like, could it be a full-time job or do you think it suits as a side hustle thing? No, you, it, it definitely can be a full-time job. Mm. Like you see... Um, there's some really big YouTubers. I don't know if you guys know him, um, Graham Stephan. You know Graham yeah, Stephan. Yeah, I know yeah. Graham Stephan. I mean, like, like people like him, like he refers people to, you know, do stocks. Right. Yeah. He, I forgot which stock platform, but like a specific stock platform. Right. And he makes a ton of affiliate commissions. Hmm. I see. No, we talked about him on the pod. Yeah, he's Because he, he's the one that um, says, oh, like, how to become a millionaire yeah, by yeah, twenty yeah. something. I think he, he started to clickbait. Oh, he's era, good at that. Yeah, no, yeah. He's good at clickbait. Um, uh, he's the first ones who like did clickbait with like money, things yeah. to do with money. You know what I mean? But he's also good with like investing and money management and stuff like that. So yeah. he's just yeah. expertise he's smart. to use clickbait yeah. to make clickbait videos. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So who is your like target audience right now then? Like, do you mainly coach other affiliates, small businesses? Like who, who are they? Yeah. Right now, mainly it's other affiliates just cause I built quite a bit of following um, mm-hmm. of affiliate marketers just you know checking us out, following on some of our strategies, some of our free content, right? Um, and then also venturing into online coaches, really just online business owners that sell a digital product. Yeah. Yeah. Another like you know another target audience we're trying to venture into right now is fitness professionals. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, trying to help them transition online. Yeah, mm-hmm. just because. We have three partners, so me, Eugene, and also we have another partner in the States, Okay. Alex. And yeah, that's kind of his expertise. So, you know, we're, we're kind of, you know, using some of the things that we've learned through the affiliate marketing space and, you know, trans- putting it, like transferring it over to the fitness mm-hmm. professional space. And so, are yeah. they based in the US, most of your, um, I guess, participants? Yeah, most of them are, you know, UK, US, Australia, mm. like pretty much the, tier one countries yeah yeah but do you see like a lot of competition out there who's doing kind of the same thing as you or yeah 100 um, percent. Yeah. Now, how do you kind of yeah, yeah. Like a competitive advantage yeah yeah, yeah i think in, when it comes to competition i mean there's a lot of people on the surface if you look at it, it it looks you know like everybody's kind of doing the same thing right i think like a couple things to kind of remove not remove competition but like you know help us become competitive um, number one, you know, we're really focused on client results, right? Really just making sure our clients get results. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that's, I mean, that's very simple, but there's a lot of people out there that, you know, they just sell them on the course or whatever on the program. And then they're like, peace, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. DFO, right? Get yeah. out of here. Right. So we were really focused on that, really focused on the coaching aspect of things. Um, and I think like some of our, our messaging, some of you know the stories that we use like it's all personal stories so like all the examples everything that we teach 
all the frameworks, whatever, it's it's all created by us. Mm, I see. Yeah, so it might be similar, but like the way we present it is unique to us. So that's another thing that um, we leverage a lot. It's just yeah, um, the presentation and you know. And when you say that. you you um, share your strategies, where did you learn these kind of things? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Hong Kong, everyone. <laughs> patient, man. Patient. Damn. Wow, this is. This is heavy traffic out there. Yeah, Yo, he's going insane. Yeah. yeah this guy's really, I mean, I mean we didn't tell him. our listeners. This is our first in-person guest recording. Oh, um, yeah. We've always yeah. done it through Zoom and all that. So it's different. You know, we're trying to keep it COVID safe. You know, we're not, we don't really. We're just lazy. We're just lazy. I mean, if we, if we become big, hopefully I would want like a, a podcast studio. Ooh. Yeah, I mean right? that's a go. That's a go. With like the soup hour logo at the back. Yeah. Oh you, and then you get the, the you get the. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> no, a lot of podcast studios have yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. True. Oh, okay. Very nice. Thank sure. you. What was your question again? Okay, when you share your strategies, where did you learn those from? Good question. Yeah. So I think like, part part of it was you know picking it up from, you know different courses and also learning from you know other people online just like modeling off them and a part of it is just kind of just doing it every single day practicing it ourselves and testing different things so it's a mix of both right i think you set a solid foundation from learning from other people modeling from what's already working and then you know on top of that it's just testing your own things right um and that's that's what also makes what we do a little bit different from other people mm-hmm. is because we constantly test different things. Yeah. Because if you just copy other people, you know, like it's just everybody copying each other. You know what right. I mean? Right. So you always have to test different things so that you can make what you do your strategy a little bit unique. Because mm. then another thing is, I think what makes you different too is like you kind of built a community in a way. Um, mm. You share success stories um, openly to other people as mm-hmm. well. So I think like people feel like they're included and wants to be part of that journey to succeed yeah, in affiliate no. marketing, right? 100%, 100%. Yeah. Like our community right now is in our Facebook group. That's really mm-hmm. where we make, like we build the most connection with right. people and also where we make the most money is in the Facebook group. I know we have like YouTube, we have other places, but right now we're just really focused on the Facebook group because like you said, it builds a lot of connection. You share, yeah. you share your journey, you share, you document everything and people want to be you know, people want to see the when they see the transformation from other people of other people or you know even for ourselves yeah. of ourselves um like they are inspired to you know want to do the same for themselves too yeah i agree i think that's a really yeah. um smart marketing strategy and go for it all right so so actually we i mentioned this in the start but you actually have a youtube channel mm-hmm. so how does your educational programs on facebook defer to the educational videos on YouTube. Yeah, so, you know, at first we started with YouTube. Like that was kind of our, our primary strategy and also where we wanted to build, you know, we want to build a really big YouTube channel. But mm-hmm. it, I think like as we continue to, to just learn different strategies and continue to do this long enough, we realized that um, like Facebook group is really where, like the trend is there mm-hmm. and our audience is there and we need to, you know, leverage this opportunity. So we just, Right now, the YouTube channel is more for, you know, you, we get people, we get views, you know, we rank for keywords, etc. But really, it's more for our existing community inside Facebook, like for a place for them to watch some videos. 
right? Just cause like, you know, YouTube channels reorganized. You can like sort through different videos. Like with Facebook, it's kind of a pain in the ass. Um, yeah. To be honest, yeah. I don't really. I don't, yeah. Some people don't even use Facebook, right? Yeah. So, you know, depends. Do you, do you have Instagram? Do you use Instagram? We don't use Instagram. Mm. I think that's more like, cause the, the it's a more younger audience, like for Instagram users. Like not many like older people use it. You think right? so? Like, I think it's starting to shift a little really? bit. Really? Yeah. I, I think so, but I you know Instagram is something. It's not like Instagram's not good. It's just cause like we don't want to spread ourselves too thin. Mm. You know, even right now, like I actually um, stopped posting on YouTube because I just want to focus on Facebook. Mm. And uh. actually, like I made that decision I think like two months ago. Right. And I spend way less time now, and you know, like we still make money, right? So it's yeah. like it's. It's sometimes it's sometimes you think you have to be everywhere. You got to be like some of the top people, but yeah. when you're just starting off, like really, it's about narrowing your fo- your focus on yeah. one specific platform. Also, keeping up with a YouTube channel is difficult. Yeah, it is. It's one a lot one, of time. one edit probably takes around like five six hours, right? One video. Yeah. If I prepare like the script and everything, like filming filming wise, probably like forty five minutes to an hour for uh-huh. like a ten minute video, and then like. Preparing the script, doing the research, that's like two, three hours. So it's probably in total four hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's difficult to keep it up. I mean, I, it takes time for me to edit these podcast episodes too. Yeah. And there's no like video format. Yeah, I have an editor, included. right? So, I mean, we have like a, we use a third party to yeah. edit our videos. So that's why if I have to edit as well, that's probably like at least eight hours. Yeah. yeah. I think the thing with social media, it's, it's so hard to stay consistent. Right. Right. Yeah. That's putting that's out content of, like every week yeah, or mm-hmm. every it out. day. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, so since this is like kind of like an entirely new field to you and especially it, it's not something you were studying back mm-hmm. in uni, right? Were there like learning cha- or like challenges or entrepreneurial challenges you faced and one of the biggest ones that you would share with us and how like how you overcame about Yeah, I think that? I think like challenge-wise not really in terms of the strategy Right. The strategy itself, like once you do it, once you do it enough, like it's, it becomes pretty easy, right? Once you get to a level of skill, in the beginning is gonna be challenging. You're learning, but once you get there to the, to a high enough level, you can, you know, it's not gonna be incredibly hard. Like right now, when I do, if I need to do some of the things that, um, I do every single day, it's like no brainer. Like I can just do it without really mm-hmm. thinking about it too much. Really, the challenges come from kind of what you said, consistency. Like I think one thing that I challenges with in the beginning especially when I went full-time was, you know, time management yeah. and routine. Like, I was all over the place, right? <laughs> and also, like, organization, right? That's some of the more, not really mindset-related things, but more, like, I don't know what the word is, but... No, I got what you mean. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like life skills. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Um, because that's one thing with, you know, starting your own business and not having a nine-to-five. Like the reason why there's a nine to five, like it's routine, everything, everything's structured. You have the HR who does everything for (laughs) you. You have, you know, every single division is planned out. But with starting your own business, you kind of have to do everything on your own, right? And like, what's your schedule like? I, you know, you could stay, you could sleep till 11 or 12 Mm -hmm. and start work in the afternoon, right? Um, But will that be the most productive? You know, it's it hard to stay motivated other, yeah. at the same time. Yeah, so it's kind of like a different, it's a different world, I yeah. would say. Right? It's funny because like in the beginning when I when I started this business, I was like, oh shoot, you know, I'm going to live the dream, you know, wake up at 11, whatever, like yeah. whatever time I want, like sleep whenever I want. But then when I, you know, as I continue to do this, 
like I realized that my work schedule now it's like a it's like a nine, it's not it's nine to five, mm. right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's like my ideal. I actually like it. It's like because like I'm very productive, everything's very scheduled. Yeah. And I'm I know I'm getting stuff done, and that makes a big difference. Mm. Yeah. But do you ever get yourself into like a hole where um, you're, you get so into what you're doing that, you know, that nine to five also doesn't stick with you? Like you would see yourself like maybe at 8 p.m. still kind of working. Yeah, no. Like for, you're still thinking about work. Yeah, like it's 24 seven pretty much. Like you, yeah. in the beginning, like I think like I don't like in the beginning, I didn't work nine to five. I worked like nine to nine, right? Like yeah. it's just super long hours putting in the work and I just kept thinking about it. Yeah. Even when I went, went out, even when I was out with, you know, with friends having dinner, whatever. It's just, you just constantly think about it. Cause like, it's kind of like your baby, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. So like, I think for you guys as well, you probably think about the podcast quite a bit, right? Cause yeah. it's like your number one priority yeah. um, right now, especially when you first start off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think that is probably, I think that's the second biggest cha- challenge. The biggest, biggest one really, it's like, especially when I, me and Eugene, when we first did it just full time, it's just more about like, personal life because mm, it's yeah. like you don't really have a lot of friends yeah uh-huh. you're not working with anybody yeah i mean I'm working with eugene but like, like i see him all the time like no colleagues yeah no colleagues and yeah. in the beginning and, and when you just in the beginning when you're just kind of starting off when you're just working 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 and you're like kind of rejecting people in terms of hanging out yeah going out and all that like that part was pretty tough mm-hmm. like I, I had a really bad balance when it came to like personal stuff yeah and like business stuff yeah um and yeah i think i'm, I'm getting a lot better now mm-hmm. Like I set like legit numbers. Okay, I have to hang out with my friends at least once a month. Like, mm, uh, and yeah. I force and I, and I tell Nicole like, you know what? She's kind of like she she helps she she works for us right now, right? And she's yeah. kind of like my assistant. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nicole, here are your numbers. Schedule one hangout with them <laughs> every single month. <laughs> I don't care what it is, but just schedule it. To our listeners, Nicole is Evans. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, not not. Uh, okay, not okay, me. that's weird. That's weird. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, so the thing is, what did I want to say? Wait, also I'm interested. How's the dynamic between you and Eugene? Yeah, I was about to ask uh, that. Yeah. yeah. As brothers, you know. I think. You know, yeah, that's a really good question. I think like, luckily Eugene's like really nice. Okay. Like, he, <laughs> he's, like, luckily. Like he's the type of person that like he he will not hold in. Like he yeah he will like, he's very. Um, straightforward. Not straightforward. I don't know. Oh man, I can't. I mean, I just have use Chinese to explain it. It's like, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, very, yeah. very lenient. Take lenient. Into yeah, account, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, take oh. into account others. Oh. Take yeah, yeah. Care. Like he's a very like nice person in that way, and like for me, I'm just like cause I, I'm super disorganized. Eugene's like really. I'm like kind of. I'm like the opposite of Eugene. Like he's super organized. Oh. Like if you look at the Google Drive, like super organized. And I'm just like <laughs> I, think, I always, I, think, I always mess it up. You know what I mean? I think I'm the unorganized. I think the younger person usually is the more unorganized person because I'm super unorganized as well. And, and I'm the organized usually one. the more organized one. Yeah. I'm interrupting this program for a little while because we had some technical issues. During editing, um, a part of our files got lost. It was corrupted. Corrupted. Sadly, um, I'm so sorry to Evan, but we had such a good conversation with him. We don't want to scrap this whole podcast. But we did, by the end of this podcast, talk a lot about different advice, marketing strategies, and just also his overall tips for people who want to start in affiliate marketing as Mm -hmm. well. And we just want to share what we learned 
back to you all because we think this is something worthwhile to take away from. Yeah. So let's start off with the three tips that he was saying. Mm -hmm. For people who want to start in affiliate marketing or just um, working in marketing in general, um, like things to do with online stuff, sales and all that, what are some of the three tips? Can you say one of them? I think. What did you learn, Curtis? Well. Testing you. From (laughs) what I remember, our conversation was a while back, right? So from what I remember, it was consistency he mentioned. Yeah. So consistency as in. Being consistent with what you're doing. Right. With your job. Mm-hmm. And that's so important because, I mean, that that kind of, it's good advice for me as well because I tend to procrastinate slack a lot, slack. Yeah. Kinda, kinda, I'm a bit lazy, so. Yeah, staying consistent is very important. And what he was saying is he managed with his business to build a tight-knit community. Mm-hmm. And for to be consistent is very important because if you're not consistent, how do people feel that involvement, right? Yeah, exactly. And learn from his coaching and all that. And he is very, I think, their business is very results-oriented. What I mean by results-oriented, though, is not like oh how much sales you made and all Mm -hmm. that it's more so like did you improve yeah did we gain more users right did we gain more um like better comments or something yeah exactly so i think consistency is key is that's the first tip that he was saying the second one is mindset and i think this has not so much related to the affiliate marketing business in general but more so a personality trait Mm -hmm. So with mindset, I think he what he meant was is to not only know what you're doing, right, but be motivated to continue on and and continue on to see growth and see improvement. Mm-hmm. I think that's one thing. He that mentioned is progress is more important than results. Right. So that's kind of the third advice that he was saying. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So when you are in affiliate marketing, it's difficult, right? Mm-hmm. I think. He was telling them, um, telling his his students that he 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 was very straight up when he first when people first started to apply in his coaching program. It's not like you gain results in a minute. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, he that's w- for anything as well. though. That's for anything. But he yeah. said he's very blunt to them, too. Mm-hmm. Like he will straight up tell them it's difficult. You might not see any sort of sales in the first i don't know how many months like years, years you have no yeah. idea um but you got to have that mindset that you're continuing on to do it mm-hmm. right um and so that leads us to the final advice where he was saying that your sales number does not mean success mm-hmm. in a way yeah right yeah. so i think i kind of allude that to like when he first said that, I kind of allude that to um, being healthy. Because a lot of people think that being healthy equals to weight loss. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, And you step yeah. on the scale. A lot of people's scale is not your your Should success rate, mm-hmm. right? Let's say you go to the gym and you build muscles, right? That could gain like a few pounds, you know. Yeah, yeah. The does number it, might shoot it? up. It, does, it doesn't mean that you're healthy, that you lost 10 pounds. Yeah, that yeah. kind of it kind of is the same kind of concept, mm-hmm. I think, um, where the number, like, let's say you got 100K this month or 
you've got only 50k it does not equal to success mm -hmm. you gotta see improvement from time to time yeah so he mentioned like yeah so you set goals for example um i want to reach 100k he, he mentioned this right he wanted to reach 100k consistently consistently that was his major goal and he said that it doesn't come very easily and he he mentioned that he he doesn't want to immediately he he knows that it's impossible to immediately reach a hundred thousand a month mm -hmm. but he says he would rather improve himself maybe one percent every month yeah and that's how he sees growth in himself and he, so he values progress more than results more and than the success the yeah, number yeah, yeah. that he does not and i think with this success. mindset this mindset would lead to further success yeah right i agree yeah and i think one thing he was saying he was talking about um i think jumping on to our next part which is overall advice he talked about this really interesting theory mm -hmm. right what all right I'll, I'll do it so what he's trying to say is basically imagine the ocean surface yep right the person trying to swim up from the bottom of the ocean for success or progress you can't actually see it it's mm -hmm. intangible evidence you you can't you can't see it so you don't know when it's coming exactly right? so a person wouldn't know when or how they would find success yeah or um, progress in their um work job or business and so what he, he's trying to say is some people they since they don't see results immediately right they might be near the surface of the ocean, but that does not. But a lot of people at that time would feel like, "Oh crap, I didn't still reach, not there yet. I didn't reach the success that I want to, so I'm just gonna give up at that point." But they're actually so close. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, what the that's Evan's message to you guys. It's yeah. like if you're passionate about something, keep doing it, and that's don't give up. Yeah. If you just don't see results immediately. Right. Always continue working hard on it if you if you feel passionate about it. Yeah. And that's how you um reach success. Yeah. I think that's a really good like metaphorical. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like people are this. able yeah. to understand that clearly. Um last of all, we were we were just very interested in what he thinks of we should do to market our podcast. Mm -hmm. Because I think affiliate marketing doesn't suit us because we're more so like a we're a podcast you yeah, know what yeah, i mean yeah. it's like it's different but um he said something that really stuck to us and that we've been starting to use this strategy too which is find where your audience is mm -hmm. know where they are and go for oh, it oh and this advice does not only go for our podcast yeah it can be to any type of business right any type of startup always find your target audience first yeah know where they hang out yeah that's what he said know where they hang out so for and example yeah and we're trying to figure out uh, our target audience yeah. for now yeah exactly we're thinking about it um so for example for them for their affiliate marketing business it mainly is their facebook group so they hang out there mm -hmm. right so that's their their target right they won't when i asked them if they expand to instagram and all that they said no nah, we just can't want to keep it tight yeah yeah right for us Maybe it's a different yeah. platform. Do we want to target 
like the sports side or educational side, yeah. international students. Exactly. We, sh- we should probably find <laughs> a target audience. Yeah, but yeah, we're, we're it can go to all types of businesses. And this is some useful advice because some people, they try to expand to the world, but don't know how to start. Yeah. No, realistically, it's kind of impossible, impossible correct. To, to expand to l- fully to the world. And so you should always find a target audience and, and find expand where they from there and find where they hang out That's yeah a very yeah yeah important thing and then last of all we wanted to mention something that he said too because he again um when you listen to the beginning of this podcast he didn't go to a traditional route right he um he didn't do a nine to five right and just went on to start his own business straight off the bat mm-hmm. He said that nowadays, so many people on Instagram, on Facebook, they show, oh, I quit my job, my nine to five to do something um, I like, I truly like. You don't have to be those people who are like that. Yeah. Like, it most likely is exaggerated, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Right? You don't have to quit your nine to five in order to see success somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. You can do it as a side hustle. Try it out. See what, if that really is something you like. Until you figure out that, your lifestyle suits it and you have the right mindset to pursue it mm-hmm. then go ahead right yeah, yeah. you don't have to kind of share it to the world and be like i'm gonna quit my nine to five for this mm-hmm. right it's actually everywhere on youtube it's just videos of i quit my nine to five job it's the clickbait and I earned stuff. ten thousand dollars in a week yeah it's the clickbaity stuff yeah, yeah. so and that's how they get millions of views mm-hmm. but it's good cl- uh, it I think what Evan's trying to say is don't fall for the clickbait. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't fall for cl- clickbait. Don't trust. Like, how do I say? It? Don't trust the media, but fully. Go with, yeah. Don't trust the media fully. I think it's more like go with what you feel like it's best for you. Don't rely on other people's success. Yeah. To um, reflect on your own success. Exactly. Yeah. So where can you find Evan? He is um, part of, the Facebook group. The Affiliate, Affiliate Brothers. Affiliate Brothers is on YouTube. I think Affiliate Family is the, the Facebook. So mm-hmm. go check it out. If you have any interest in affiliate marketing, they have a few videos up on YouTube that you could go check it out. Yeah, learn more about learn Affiliate more Marketing. Learn more about it. How do you make a Facebook group? Exactly. Yeah, all, all those stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think this podcast episode was a little bumpy. We know we, we kind of had some tech issues, but... I it, guess was expect- it was expected to happen at one point. Yeah, at, but we're at ju- one point. We're just going to learn from it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I hope you enjoyed that quick challenge that we posted on Instagram. I think we got pretty good feedback from that. Mm-hmm. But in other words, we'll be posting more of that soon. And regular podcast episodes are coming up. So we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you, guys. All right. Sorry for the delay. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye.